This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's hour four of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a terrific day. Coming up in 20 minutes, we'll hit the expressway. We'll take you commercial free to the top from there, including LA Live with Lucius Alexanders coming up at 540. Family members are chiming in about how the Cowboys season ended. And it made me wonder, how many of these guys want to be gonzo? Okay, so we'll talk about that coming up at 520. Right now, it's an edition of Football's Finest, and here's Eric Chiafalo with the details. Okay, so a lot of people are talking about the uh, the rule, the rule that was uh, made apparent yeah. in last night's game. I've been and trying to convince you about this for a couple of years now. Yes, yes. And, and, and so far, you've not been on board. Do we have an update? I, I do think there there should be a rule in place. There should be a forever rule in place. And that rule is on first and goal from the one up three in the fourth quarter in a huge game. You never hand the ball to McCole Hardman. <laughs> That's the rule that should be in the, uh, like in, in the for the for the competition committee. Is this the worst single stat line in football history for a wide receiver? McCole Hardman, two carries, one yard, two fumbles, no targets, no yards. Worst stat line in NFL history. They, they were trying to work this play twice now. And it's blown up in their face. I mean, my gosh, dude, you're running all over these folks with Isaiah Pacheco. Of yeah. course, you have the GOAT Pat Mahomes. There's Travis Kelsey, knows a thing or two about scoring touchdowns in the in the playoffs. There's and, no need to trick them to run the ball if you're running it like Pacheco was. Oh, Andy, man. Oh, Andy. And we'll get to him Good here in a himself. second. We'll get to Andy. But, uh, yeah, there was I mean, there was so much to, to love or uh, despise about the football weekend, depending on where your uh, you know, your fan resided or what you were pulling for, whatever. But last night was a ton of fun. And uh, Pat Mahomes now 9-1-1 one, and one against the spread as an underdog in his career, 8-3 and three straight up. When he's supposed to lose uh, 8 out of 11 times, he wins. Wow, that's something right there. Man, you know, I, I wanted to circle back real quick on that Andy Reid thing. Do you feel like sometimes coaches, they want to show how important they are? Yes. In the middle of a game, they do a yes. play, and it's like, why did you do that? Because they've had it in their bo- back yep. pocket. It's been burning yep. a hole in their pocket. They want to show the world how smart they are, yep. and you end up nearly costing your team the game. Yep. Even yeah. Andy Reid. Yeah. A little human nature. No. It's human nature, but the, yeah, the Bills did it on fourth and three. You want to yep. go for it, okay, but you're, that's, your, that's your plan, the yep. old fake punt. We're at fourth and five, yep. Yep, two, uh, two stupid pills and a cup of Gatorade. <laughs> I've seen it a bunch. <laughs> Is that before every game? Or? Nah, it's like you turn to the trainer. You say, okay, here's key decision. Give me two stupid pills and a cup of Gatorade. I, I've seen a lot of this. I mean, it's amazing some of the things these coaches do during a game that you feel like that they've got these things managed. You know, it's they're doing it's going along the right way. At, you know, we're managing the game the right way. And then they'll do something. They'll make a decision, and you're like, well, why? Yeah. Why would you, why would you put your team – in a worse position, you know, 
Yeah, two two stupid pills. I, I, at the same time, I think you have to be willing to make mistakes and take risks. You know, and probably the best yeah. coaches have made some decisions where they learn significantly from them. But even a wise man like Andy Reid, who has nothing more to prove, could yeah. fall into that trap. Last yeah, night. you do that in week three yeah. against yeah. the Carolina Panthers. You don't you don't play cute in the divisional game. You know, no, it's a saying. I'm not saying these coach they're not perfect. But there's ways that these guys can help their teams. You know, that's that's the thing that always bothered me. The clock management stuff is the one that like, it seems like all of them, they besides no Belichick, they have no all clue. of them are willing to fumble the bag and just they don't get it. They don't get the final how two minutes. Use the it's time bizarre. Out, how to use timeouts. You know, how and maybe to, it's easier for us as armchair quarterbacks as we're watching it in the on our couch, comfortable, like in the moment that you just kind of brain fart and you're not realizing there's so much going on. But holy hell, like some of the best coaches in the NFL. They're about to cost their team games because they don't know how to properly run out the clock or when to take a timeout. Yeah, it's it's a league-wide issue for sure. Uh, all these coaches get caught slipping time and time again. Was, was that – I'm looking at TV again. Is that Sean Desai? Was he Was he at – who was with uh, the at Denver? Who was with Denver? Evero. Evero. He's he's the one who's a stud. He was okay. at, he was with okay. Carolina he's, this year. Yeah, I was I was looks. okay. I was thinking. I thought, man, it, it couldn't be Desai that was with no okay. Giro Evero. Okay, Evero. That's the guy I'd want to. Okay, I got you. Thank Mike you. Mike McDonald, D, defensive coordinator for the Ravens, and and Evero, defensive coordinator for the Panthers. Two guys that are getting head coach interview opportunities, but really should be. Yeah, I, I mean, based on the work of their defense, like Carolina, terrible, top to bottom, awful. Defense was pretty dang good. They just hired their they just hired Dan Morgan. Their former player. Is oh, they promoted him from assistant GM yeah, to yeah. full. Okay, He's a GM, yeah. Dude, one of my favorite uh, thumper linebackers from yeah. the uh, yeah, from man. the early 2000s. Those Super Bowl teams were fun. We talked about Chris Jenkins. His dad was a yeah. defensive tackle on that team. Yeah. Dan Morgan. That that's that's an intimidator, Miami, right? Dan yeah, Morgan? Miami yeah. for uh, you know with the Hurricanes, and yeah. then uh, a stud. Stud, classic linebacker. He had a nice aesthetic too. I think he wore the dark visor. He did, and he was just ready to crush people. Man, he was he was there Keekly before Keekly. Yeah. But he wasn't the coverage man. I I don't yeah. imagine he was. I don't, few were, few were. But yeah, you didn't want to see Dan Morgan in a hole. Mm-mm. He's winning that ten out of ten. How about Mahomes? Speaking of winning, tied for seventh all time with thirteen playoff wins. That's pretty impressive. If he wins the Super Bowl this year, he'll be alone in third place. He'll be behind only Brady and Montana for most playoff wins. If they end up winning this game and then going on six to win the years. Super Bowl, like it's unbelievable. And he's doing it in six wow. years. It's crazy. You, you know, I started calling him the future goat five years ago, and we're still on track, aren't we? Yes. Oh, for yes, sure. This thing is track. so consistent, and they don't even have a great roster. Man. This is their down year. Yeah, this is their this, down year. So the you know with some of the rumors of let's say Travis Kelsey retired or if Andy Reid did retire, like how much do you think that affects Mahomes moving forward? Or because he's there, it okay. doesn't matter the head coach. The, okay, then I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things that I wanted to bring up was if you're if there is any even slight one percent possibility that Andy Reid is going to retire at the end of this Chiefs season. If you're Bill Belichick, you cannot commit to a coaching job until that one is for sure not available. (laughs) Right? Yes. Like, if if there is anything resembling of a rumor that Andy Reid might want to hang them up, Bill Belichick has to hold out with the Falcons or any other team until he knows for sure Andy Reid is not there because that's the no-brainer situation. It is, and that's amazing to think about that. It kind of gets me excited. But, all right, Brian, so you've lived this and you know all this. So how how can he find that out? Is there a way he can get that information? Like, Andy, are you actually going to retire? Because I need to know. Yeah, you just call Andy up and ask him. And you think he'd tell him? Like, be honest about it? Andy would, yeah, absolutely. 
That's, the fraternity, that, man. These that's, coaches. That's the thing we're, not gonna, we're not going to lie to it's, each it's other. It's the same thing. Like it's the same thing as Jerry Jones. No, no, he's, it's the same thing. Jerry Jones. He calls up these general managers during the draft and says, "Hey, who are you taking?" Usually, these general managers will say, "We're taking a defensive player here." I saw Jerry get on the phone with two different general managers, and they both of them told him who he was taking. And 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 next thing you know, he's like, "Well, they're not taking our guy. Well, let's go trade with Kansas City." You know. People, people, these these famous, legendary people spill their guts. Somebody, Andy, if he called Andy up, Andy would tell him, "Yeah, Bill, I'm thinking about hanging him up after this. Man, getting tired, you know." Well, speaking of Belichick, son's about to go to jail, you know. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, he is right. No, he is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things going on here. Yeah, you know. Adam Schefter says the Falcons are the only team so far that is engaged in heavy conversations with Belichick. That that seems a little crazy. No, uh, it's but, not crazy. But the other report f- from over the weekend was Pro Football Talk saying, you know, Belichick to Atlanta is not done yet, but there's buzz around the league that it's moving in that direction. Yeah. And Belichick believed that, uh, you know, like like the assumption or the report is that Belichick got the phone call or whatever from the Cowboys and the Eagles, but is a, it punted on either one of those opportunities or potential opportunities because of the quote-unquote big market media. Didn't want to deal with the Philly media or the, you know, I guess the Dallas and everything that comes with it media-wise. Do you guys buy that? Because I, I don't, I don't, I don't think I so. just don't buy that. I don't think so. I, no. I do believe, I do believe that if Bill Belichick got a call from Jerry Jones to talk about this job, that they would have talked about this job. That, I believe that too. 100%. I, 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 yeah, I, I just don't. Bill Belichick has that kind of respect for Jerry Jones. I, I think there's I think if, if if Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh both would have gotten calls from Jerry Jones about this job, I think that they would have now Bill he could have now Jerry could have called Bill and asked him, What do you think about you know, I'm thinking about keeping Mike and all that. I mean, he could have asked him for advice, but I I think it I think if if Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh were offered this job, I think that we would have a different head coach. I think when when Jerry Jones after the game was asked about Mike's coaching uh, um, security and he said, I haven't spent a single minute thinking about it, he was being honest there. Yeah. And I think he spent about two seconds thinking about it at some point in the next three days and decided he was keeping Mike McCarthy. It was never a, a, a serious question. So I'd be yeah. shocked. I mean, why would you call Belichick if you're not even considering moving on from McCarthy? Mm. Yeah. No reason to, unless you're asking his advice. Sure, I'm thinking about keeping Mike. What do you think about? It? He goes, well, I, I think Mike's a good, a great hire, and da 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 da, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, there. I, I mean, I'll, I'll. I think the Bills fan base can go toe to toe with any fan base for uh, feeling like they are the single most tortured in all of sports. That's just a bad kick. Guy was a bad kick. It's a bad kick for sure, bad and kick. it seems like there's just like there's no way to ultimately get to the pinnacle and the promised land. That is football and hoisting that Lombardi trophy. No matter what. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You have every opportunity in the 90s. I mean, my dear God, to go to four Super Bowls and lose. And then this run that they're on with Josh Allen here, uh, and they can't find a way to get past Mahomes, even when they finally are home, and this is the down year for the Chiefs. And then you factor in what I got from Optostats here. The Bills both rushed and passed for over 180 yards. They they had zero turnovers. Their quarterback got sacked zero times. Yeah. They had less than 30 penalty yards. They had more than 35 minutes uh, of time of possession. They had five separate 
10 or more play drives. Mm. Wow. No other NFL team in the Super Bowl era has done all that in the same game, regular season or postseason, and still ended up losing. I mean, it is a yeah. historical loss. Yeah. Uh, and I, mean, they I just. Won every single stat. It's gut wrenching, dude. Except and they were lucky to be close. You know, they were lucky With that it was fumbles. a one score game. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Wolchuk. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're right. With all the fumbles. I mean, they, they got the touchback, which was crazy. That went in their favor. And then they fumbled. In the opening drive, they fumbled and yeah. luckily got back on. Uh, went out of bounds. Dalton Kincaid kicked it out of bounds. And then Allen fumbled on that final drive. I mean, Kansas City, same way. There were some interesting bounces, but my gosh. Yeah. The uh, the jokesters on the internet are saying the Bills lost by three for DeMar. Mm. Um, Killed him. Now, the other one that I felt bad for, did you guys see this betting nugget here? James Cook's uh, rushing yards line was his prop for yards in the game last night. Bills running back, 61 and a half yards. He had 67 going into the fourth quarter, and then his final oh, no. his final four carries went negative four, negative three, zero, and then one. Oh. And then his final total rushing yards was 61. His prop was 61 and a half. That is the ultimate bad beat. You think you've hit it. That, yes, you've backwards. hit it by the third quarter. Except, of course, you didn't. You didn't. Because there, there was there was a like a, there was a moment early on in the, throughout that fourth quarter where the defenses were starting to yeah. their I mean the Bills sort of get lucky on the McCole Hardman situation, but you're getting some stops there. Uh, but the the Chiefs defense really hunkered down from a from a run defense standpoint uh, there in the fourth quarter. That 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 is as heartbreaking as it gets, dude. The uh, the amount of gambling heartbreak going around that that's sort of at the top of the list, I would imagine for most folks. Uh, it seems like decent news for the Chiefs when it when it comes to their All Pro guard Joe Thune. Um He had the pectoral injury, uh, and apparently, like there's still an opportunity for him to play, being tracked throughout the week. It was a pec strain, uh, still up in the air, uh, but that's going to be a huge uh, a huge situation going into that game if if Thune can play. Because uh, they were able to push around that Bills front for uh, for most of the game. Now, uh, here's here's some sound of Lamar Jackson after the Ravens' victory over the Texans. Now, this was a tight game at halftime. It's tie ball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and listen to uh, what Lamar had to say uh, in the post game about what had to happen at halftime. Who did most of the talking at halftime? I did. You did. A lot of cursing at um, halftime. It would be inappropriate if I said it right here. <laughs> it would. We wasn't really doing anything, you know, to, to that defense. They was playing great, and that, that offense was playing great as well. But we wasn't doing our job with our unit. And second half, we went to punt points on the board, start moving the ball, moving the chains, and start looking like ourselves. All right, I'm looking at you, NFL Films. We need, we need, it, we need, to, get, we need to get the footage of this. I want to see Lamar Jackson, who's tied at halftime. He knows he, more than anybody, has so much in the way of narrative and legacy riding on this football game. We better get our bleep together. And he's taking ownership because it's like, man, the defense is doing their part. I mean, come on. They gave up one big play in the first half that resulted in the touchdown. But bottom line is we got 10 points here at half, fellas. I want to see... Because uh, I imagine the halftime performance there from yeah. Lamar Jackson is almost as good as the on-field performance, where he Man, was just a, fantastic. There, there's an absolute gold mine in there if they could ever just mic these guys up and leave them mic'd up and then harvest the best stuff afterwards. I, you know, the ratings are great and privacy is important, but dude, it it is some of the most interesting stuff when you get these, you know, candid behind-the-scenes looks, and maybe just because we rarely do. But if I'm you know, the NFL, I'm holding that in my back pocket. Dude, these ratings ever start to dip, we're micing these guys up because you're right. That's what we want. 
Um, they're so protective of that, though, aren't they? They don't want any cameras. They yeah. don't want any phones. If audio comes out, you get like, yeah, they'll do the post game when everybody's yeah, the celebrating. Dance. Yeah. The, 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 the Harbaugh dance. Did you guys see the Harbaugh dance? The Ravens head coach, John Harbaugh, his dancing was as as goofy and funny and, and we've then, seen Jim do it a few times with Michigan, and that's also cringy. He was but having funny. An, he was having an out of body experience. I wouldn't even describe this version of the Harbaugh dance oh, as cringy. Oh, wow. I would just say hilarious. Like, yeah, they, like hilarious. he was just he was wide legged and moving around, doing a lot of you know twisting oh. with the with Ooh. the hands and whatnot. He was getting after it. You're, I think, as the favorite, as the number one seed, you don't dance like that after divisional uh, game. Maybe you're going to the Super Bowl. But I'm thinking I'm winning the Super Bowl before I'm dancing like this, guys. I agree. I mean, like, what is it, what is he going to pull out for a Super Bowl championship? What type of dance is he going to do there? Because that looked yeah. like, if you didn't know any better, that looks yeah. like a coach that just won the Super Put Bowl. That makes me like worried, that. actually. You don't want that level of pandemonium. Do you? I mean, yeah, that's a team I, that's Act lost. like you've been there before, Coach. Maybe. <laughs> They've lost a lot in the playoffs. I mean, I feel like they need to celebrate that one. Okay. They, they got right. to a championship game. That's, that's a big hey, step. Let the good times roll. We saw it work for the Texas Rangers. They celebrated like they won the World Series after winning the wild card, and they proved ain't nothing, nothing wrong with it. Okay, uh, when we come back, it's time to hit the expressway. We got uh, updates from four different Cowboys family members Uh-oh. and a former Cowboy who hit big last night. Big score. And uh, we'll talk about both those stories and more as we jump into Cowboys Twitter next in the nation. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back, G-Bag Nation. Segment is brought to you by uh, the on-time experts. Proud sponsor of taking the commercial free to the top right here. LA Live's coming up in about 17 minutes. We have a family member edition of Cowboys Twitter here and uh, some venting going on, uh, perhaps. Before we get to the venting, I do want to salute Des Bryant and uh, his friend uh, hit a big parlay. They put it on social. They were breaking up $6.7 million if the Chiefs won. The Chiefs won. And later on, he tweeted that he gets $2.8 million out of the 6.7. And this bleep is crazy. So. Ah, man, it's it's fun if you can hit, and uh, you hit big like that. I imagine 
your memories of sports wagering are going to be a lot more pleasant than mine have been over the years, Brian. Yeah. I was chased out of it. Nah, man, it's it's tough. I mean, that sports, I, it's, I've sat on parlays before where, you know, it's that one comes down to that one match, that one game, or that one, and you're just like, yeah, man. And then and when it when it happens, or like you say, you see that something fall apart or a missed field goal or parlays terrify me. Bad because snap. I I'm, mean, I'm nervous with one game. I'm, I'm yeah. leaking confidence like, hey, who's yeah. going to win, this team or that team? I don't know. How, how, how am I possibly going to pick four or five? Yeah. Do, do you guys prefer losing that first leg and you just get out of the way, or do you like the no, yeah, I want the adrenaline of getting, it, yeah. oh, dang it, I lost on the last one. That's what keeps me coming back. It's like the, damn it, I hit four out of the right five. There. The fifth one screwed me. Next time, though, I'm getting these five for five. And they, they pay so so amazing, yeah. you know, the, the way they compound some of these people that do seven and 18 parlays and you read about them, you know, making generational oh, yeah. wealth off of one NFL Sunday. It's pretty outstanding. I remember, it's going to sound crazy, it's not like a terrible parent here. Bennett's really good at this thing. Bennett's really good at picking parlays and stuff like that. And he, he had one on the EPL where the last leg of it was Man City beats Burley. You know, when, I mean, one of the Burnley, a classic the, matchup, Burnley or whatever that, the, you know, the team that's always fighting to like stay at a relegation. Always a dogfight on the pitch. Yeah, but it's like, there, it's like, it, this should be a no brainer. This is going to, this is going to win. And then all of a sudden city just kind of falls apart and loses it, you know? And I'm like, yeah, you go through all that to get to the one that has the best chance of hitting. And then you're Tyler Bass. And then you're Tyler Bass. I mean, I almost lost Niners over Packers this weekend and had another bet payoff. It's 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 crazy. If I, I'm convinced, people that can pick parlays or have any level of consistent yeah. success gambling and of any kind, uh, betting on sports, uh, you got to spend all your time at it, or you're just you're blessed. You know, you yeah. got that lucky streak in you. Okay, I'll leave it to Mike Fisher to do a story on this. <laughs> if there's something juicy that borders on messy, that's that fish. Fish is going to swoop on in there, and so he's got stories of uh, uh, different teammates complaining. And it kind of makes you wonder if any of these guys want to leave or it's probably just venting after losing. But Micah's brother, Terrence Parsons, mad at the Cowboys Nation for criticizing his brother's social media take, saying Micah's critics are clueless and y'all going to miss him when he's gone. I know people have been talking about the idea of trading Micah Parsons. I, I think it's a ridiculous uh, idea. Unless thanks. you're going to rebuild. Yeah. Thanks. Unless you're going to rebuild, Brian. What the hell are you thinking? Yeah. But, <laughs> hey, uh, I, you know what? I'm just trying to do good radio, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate you know, it. We, we talked about this like eight weeks ago, and then and then I we got crushed. I got crushed. And now everybody's talking about it like, well, it might be a possibility. Do some work. Do some work on this. You'll figure it out. Mm. Okay. Keep your, keep your eyes open. Well, Terrence blames Dak and the coaches for all of it, saying the quarterback and defensive coordinator Dan Quinn should pack their bags while mm. calling for head coach Mike McCarthy to re- be replaced by Jim Harbaugh or Mike Vrabel. You know, I, I think, uh, you know, some, sometimes, sometimes players are, you know, talking to their families and spilling the beans, but a, a lot of times – like players are just like, man, I got a family member. They just, they, you know, they like telling me everything that I should be doing in, in this sport and they need to be quiet because they don't know what the hell they're talking about. So I don't think you should take what the family members are saying as what the player is saying, but it does make you wonder, um, you know, I, I, Micah Parsons probably wouldn't mind being an Eagle. I'll say, I'll oh, say this can't, though. Can't run from that. I'll tell you what, Dak's brother, Tad Prescott, that guy says a lot of things. Okay. He, does. he says a lot of things that you're like going, 
And I never hear Dak come out and say, please don't do that. Okay, Tad on social, trust me, if I could get Dak to leave Dallas, I would. Yeah. <laughs> I think that shows there, though, like, I, like Dak, Dak doesn't thing. want to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That shows I've been Dak trying. To. Yeah. I'm trying to get him to want to leave, but he doesn't want to leave. Yeah. yeah my, you know, I, or, or I'm protecting my brother here. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'll protect think, my brother, think, too, but I disagree what? with a lot of his decisions. I will decisions. say this. I think there's a side of Dak Prescott that doesn't give an F about this place. And I'll say it because of all the crap he's had to take. He's had to take a lot of it. You know, and I think Mike McCarthy's going to get that way, too. I think Mike McCarthy's like, oh, okay, I've won uh, 12 games three straight years, and I got a coach in the last year of my contract? You're going to make me You're going to make me coach? You're going to – Yeah. I, th- I think – yeah, I think Dak Prescott – I think Dak Prescott feels like he doesn't get appreciated worth a damn here. You know? And if By Tad, some fans. If Tad Prescott – well, you know. It, I mean, I'd I'd be like, dude, I haven't won a playoff game, and they're about to pay me a top of the market money again. Sure. This is we're going to do another great contract. Sure. I feel appreciated financially, appreciated. Well, I just to me, it, this seems like a very much. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Dak Prescott goes home and goes, "You people are a bunch of effers." Heifers, <laughs> <laughs> there is frustration. Effers, effers, oh. and heifers. Yeah, effers. wow, a fog has descended upon downtown Dallas. Look at this, dude. They're playing soccer over there at the Cotton Bowl. FC Dallas versus Messi. I saw Hayes for Seuss Ferreira scored first, and they led uh, one nil uh, over there. Messi just like the Super Bowl must be miserable. Okay, a it's fun a one. Day. <laughs> a fun one. You have Stephon Diggs uh, going viral on social once again, saying his his brother keeps asking him to join the Cowboys, and he grew up as a Cowboys fan and. Yeah, that's that's one that has uh, you know fans speculating on on social media once again about the possibility of bringing Stephon Diggs in. I I just think that is a superstar player at the top of the market, and you don't need wide receiver. Like if you were a wide receiver away, and Stephon Diggs was like, "Hey, I want to come to the Cowboys. I'm doing everything the Cowboys did last year for Odell Beckham Jr. times ten, trying to get him here." But I I don't think if you added Stephon Diggs to this offense the same way that it is now, you're still not winning the championship. You know, I don't think I don't think Dak Prescott would suddenly have a tremendous amount of success in the passing game with Stephon Diggs out there. I'd love to see if they could prove me wrong on that, um, but you know, I'm I'm looking to spend resources on uh, offensive line now. You know, maybe mm-hmm. if things don't work out with C.D. Lamb and you move away from C.D. Lamb and you bring in Stephon Diggs, we could do sure. some musical chairs type of stuff and have it work out. Yeah, because I think you're right. I mean, we've seen this team with three loaded receivers back when Michael Gallup was still considered a, a good receiver that you can count on, and then you had Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb, and they still didn't advance past the wild card round of the playoffs. So I, it's a fun story. I think it'd be cool to have Stephon and Trayvon here, but I don't think that's pushing you over the top. I think you got other areas that you really need to improve. I'm trying to figure out what what's happened to Stephon Diggs. I mean, the latter half of the year it was not uh, it was not the same version of himself. I mean, he's 30 years old. It's not like he's crazy old, but the the latter half of his season was not number one. I mean, if you if you're trading out CD Lamb in a hypothetical situation and bringing in a Stephon Diggs, you are. Uh, I mean, it looks to be like you're downgrading relatively significantly if you're getting this version of Stephon Diggs that the Bills just got for the last, like, 10 games. Really? Well, Steph- I mean, CD is in his, hitting his prime now. Stephon Diggs might be kind of coming out of this. Is, this years. is just total yards. This is just basic. This is 21 yards the other night, last night, and then 52 yards, 87 yards, 26, 29, 48, 24, 74, 27, 34 I mean, that's what you're talking about for a number one wide receiver. He started this, the the year off fantastic. Like first first few five six weeks of the season, he was great, and then it was a lot of here's twenty, here's thirty, here's forty yards for a game. Joe Brady mess him up as new could o- be. OC. I could be. 
Perhaps. Yeah. yeah like maybe. Joe Joe Brady wasn't getting him the ball. Like Joe Brady was trying to go to other. Focus they were definitely on the running to, game. Yeah, they were yeah. committed to running. Yeah, game, they got sure. more. They got more scared of the Josh Allen turnover, and maybe that minimized. You know, because he's Stephon Diggs, such like a chunk play, push it, push the ball down the field kind of guy. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'd be, I'd be curious, but I definitely wouldn't want to move on from Lamb to bring in Stephon Diggs at this point. Well, if he's struggling like that, maybe you know the the end is somewhat near, and Stephon Diggs could join you as like that veteran second or third receiver and they could have you know fun family time in in, in dallas like that i know stefan diggs runs incredible routes i'd love to see him you know have an opportunity to get open for dak whether it's in his prime as a superstar or as a complimentary player i guess it looks like they do have the potential the potential out is after this upcoming season so okay. they still kind of contractually Seems like it would be a situation where they would be forced to keep him unless the team really wanted to trade for him. So they fire their OC, they put new guy in charge, yeah. and Diggs is less of a, right. a, a factor in the offense, right. but they have more team success. Yeah, they don't That's turn the ball one. over more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so maybe they're forced. They're trying to force feed him a little bit early in the season. That's, I'm Could sure. Be. I'm sure they were worried about him, like Pouton, and all of a sudden we having a press conference where the coach is saying, "I'm worried about the." I'm worried about my guy, you know, like he's going to go do something crazy. Well, that's what Trayvon's brother, Stefan, is saying. Grew up as a Cowboys fan, and maybe if he does shake loose as a free agent, it'd be a priority. I mean, after C.D. Lamb, Brandon Cooks will be gone after one year probably, and Michael Gallup is, is probably heading out, out pretty soon too. Um, you know, Jalen Tolbert's not going to be lighting anything up. So I think after this year, you're probably going to be in a situation where you're looking to add to that room for sure, if not already. And then uh, our fourth Cowboys uh, player family member talking. Uh, it's CeeDee Lamb's mom. Hmm. I oh. thought I was getting butt cracked when I saw this. I did too. But it, it, it was. You thought you got butt cracked by CeeDee Lamb's mom? I, well, yes. I thought I got pranked or I was getting punked. Uh, Dak ain't it. And get rid of, of Dak. He, uh, no, get rid of Dak's A. Get rid of Dak's ass. Hmm. Uh, she. Um, now, she wants uh, C.D. Lamb to be traded by the Cowboys down to Houston. So she's down there in Houston saying, trade my son here so I can watch him and he'll play with Houston, and I don't want him with Dak anymore, so maybe it's just Mama wanting her son to come home. Hey, listen, that's a, that's a scout's eye anybody can appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, uh, C.J. Stroud looks pretty good. She, she knows her football, man. She wants to, she wants to get him with C.J. Stroud and Bobby Slowick. Who's, who here is going to push back on that? Yeah, I'd say Mama knows exactly what she's talking about. We just have to... You know, hope that Dak and CeeDee Lamb can get back on the same page. Hopefully yeah. that wasn't the beginning of something. I don't want CeeDee Lamb going anywhere. He needs to be here with a star in his helmet. I mean, but could you imagine that if the if if the CeeDee Lamb-Dak relationship started to deteriorate and your thoughts of, hey, Dak's the ultimate leader, all the guys rally for him, if CeeDee would turn on the quarterback like that, I, I think it would be a, a very significant feather in the cap of the Dak haters. Yeah, you know, it's just, like, here's your evidence. The Seattle defense was actually trying to tell us the, the truth about Russell Wilson for about five years. The national media narrative was Russell Wilson is a dream come true. He's a coach's dream. He's got leadership just oozing from him. He's going to run for president someday. Yeah. And the, every season that went on, it became, you know, more and more about Richard Sherman and the defense telling their side of the story, which is that the organization had coddled Russell Wilson and nobody was willing to tell the truth about him. We just saw no, nobody's uh, nobody's apologized for mom yet i haven't seen anything i mean i mean i, mean, I know mikey came out and, and made his own comment right. in regards to what his so brother CD, said cd hadn't said anything I about seen anything mom. from cd wow okay no. 
Wow. Mm. But we did just see that happen with Jalen Hurts in Philly, right? All we had heard about Jalen Hurts was similar to Dak, the intangibles, the leadership. And then this year, that locker room seems like it combusted. A.J. Brown wants him out. He's unapproachable, some of the reports we get. So who knows? It, it can happen. That's a rock and a hard place, though, for old C.D. Lamb. I mean, it's like, hey, my mom, my quarterback. Yeah, I, you would figure that he would maybe come out and said something like, hey, mom, you know, I'm sorry about my mom's comments. But that's mom. Yeah. That's a, that's okay. a tough one to... Lot, lot, I did not suggest you move on from Lamb. I, I said, if things don't come together with Lamb, he's heading for a contract. If he yeah. wants to hold out and says, I'm not signing a deal here you? because I don't like playing here for whatever reason. Right, right, right. at that point, you're like, hey, we don't have a number one wide receiver. Maybe Stephon Diggs makes sense. That was just like If a, it got uh, so toxic to where yeah. you had to move on, yeah. yes. I, I, get, I get what you're saying. Well, so, what you saw in the final game... And at least sure. in the first half, and then the stuff with CeeDee Lamb's mom, all of a sudden you think maybe there could be a little bit, uh, a little bit of friction fire. there. Yeah. yeah. I think some of these people need to get their ears cleaned out, but I love them, you know, so maybe, I'll, love you. maybe I'll help them do that. I, I did that <laughs> once when I was 19 or 20. Dude. My get dad, your ears cleaned out? My, my dad was always telling me, you need to get your ears cleaned oh. out. And I was like, whatever. So I went in for this regular checkup for, I don't know, college or something, mm-hmm. and they're like, you got a lot of earwax in there. Yeah. Stay right here. And they brought back that water pick. Yeah. Yes. They they pulled out like a gobstopper of earwax. <sighs> My guy. I could not believe it. Dude, it, it like felt a- so good, though. Yes. It felt just absolutely, it's just relief. I had to yeah. do that. I had like a bad wax buildup growing up. I had to go in usually once a year and get it taken care of. <laughs> the, the the yearly. Uh, you have a problem with wax, The wax check. Not your back or your ear. It's gotten a little bit better. Well, that's like a back wax. That yeah, I won't wax, be doing I'm again. just saying wax in general. I used to always dig in there because I enjoyed it. You know, I was I kind of uh, just push a little further into your ear. I guess that's what I was doing. Yeah. I was jamming yeah. it all in yeah. there. And oh, you went with the finger. I w- yeah, I would go with the finger. I used to do that too because I, I was producing so much yeah. earwax that I could almost like pull it out. Oh, at times. That, it was disgusting, like a booger. Quite, oh wow, not yeah. quite what I was crazy. That's, that's pretty impressive and disgusting. M- maybe if you, if you wanna if you wanna help out the Tolos, maybe instead of the flag for Flagtober this year, we're just handing out Q-tips. Yes. No, they discourage not to. They don't want yeah, you to. Yeah, you they don't, don't want, want you to, do to jam. You want the water pick. You yeah, need a, you, you need a legit. Like, I cleaned medical. my own ears last night. Drops. Okay. The water pick. Drops. Drops. Yeah. Drops work. What do you guys feel like the teams brought this weekend, especially the ones that advance that the Cowboys need to get? Is it toughness, running game, and what? Toughness Ooh. and running game, and quarterback knowing where to go with the ball sooner. I think that was a big one. Like, a lot of the offense was on time. The Cowboys made a point out of trying to get better timing, and it it failed against good teams for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, an easy thing to look at just watching the game is, like, the, the trenches on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Like, you... you, you get you're getting, bullied up front. Yeah, you get you bullied up front. Bully, and bully anyone in your offensive front. Right. So, it's... Yeah, right there. I think at the line of scrimmage, that's where I would like to see this team make the the biggest improvement. Give me the ability to run against stacked boxes, Detroit. That's what Detroit does. They, they, they put eight in the box. They still can run. Give me that. Yeah. I need that ability. If you're going to play eight in the box, okay, fine. I'll run it. I'll be fine. You play it in the box. I'll throw it. I'll be fine. Give me yeah. that ability to do stuff like that. I, I think there's some physicality, but I also think the back is pretty damn good. That Gibbs. Yeah. Oh, he's amazing. Him and Montgomery are both really good. Jones, McCaffrey. I mean, these guys are all making runs where I think Pollard gets hit one yard from the line of scrimmage on either side, and the play's over. And they're, like, barely squeezing through and then getting their speed up and, and, you know, going downfield, and that's a a huge factor. Did you watch Estime from Notre Dame? I haven't seen him yet. Guy, these running backs are killing me right now. I'm trying to get through. I'm trying to knock out the running backs as everyone asks about it, but Estime from Notre Dame is a guy that I got my eye on. He might be the one. Give me the linebackers that can make plays, like two interceptions in a game. 
Give me that guy. I'll take a I'll take the stack box runner and a and a green law that makes two interceptions when he gets targeted. Mm-hmm. That's who I want. All righty. There's the uh expressway breaking news, top storylines. Time now for LA Live into the Pimp Cup we go. Here's Lucius Alexander. It's a Monday, fun day here in uh, L.A. Live. I have questions. Yes, I do have questions right after the great Rick J. All right, you squares. It's time you smoke. Fire up this funk and let's have a toe. It'll make you dance with some of everything. What is the difference in grass versus turf? Uh, <laughs> Cowboys are one and four on grass this year. They've, been, they've struggled since 2017. Uh, how different is it for a turf team to go play on grass? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't buy that. I play my best on on, on natural surface. Correct that word. <laughs> I was about to say I played my best on grass. <laughs> on out of here with that. Some of that ain't some of that ain't natural, Mike. Some of that stuff ain't natural. This show ain't. This is LA Live for a fun day Monday. It's slippery out there, January twenty second, twenty twenty four. Foes up, folks. I got questions. Uh, what the hell is a Stanley Cup? It's the oh, NHL right here. Trophy. trophy. That's what I thought, right? Yeah. Oh. But apparently it's a craze out here, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's these mugs. Stanley Water Bottle. Whatever it's, so, it's just a mug? There's a couple different kinds. You got this one, and there's one with a handle on it. A handle on it. Okay. Are they good to keep things just cold or also warm? Is it better than the Igloo? Uh, no. No. It, the it's, Yeti? It's not as good as the Yeti, either. No. Not, not okay. as good as the Yeti. Not as good as the Igloo. No. But it's a cup out here that's catching a lot of traction. Yeah, you win highly trendy. I think they, the advantage is it has the bigger... Uh, Bigger opening on top. Okay. So the ice machines, they go right in. Gotcha. You know? Stanley Cup. Got people going crazy out here. Yep. A 23-year-old woman was arrested in California after allegedly stealing 65 Stanley products worth $2,500. Oh, yes. The Valentine's Day Stanley is very hot. Oh, she oh, might have been stealing one. those. So it's like a beanie baby. Yes. <laughs> it is very much, yes. Got the soccer and house moms and everything going crazy for it. Yes, and the and the and the kids too. Like, I think this I think the soccer moms started it so they could take their wine around town. Yeah. The old Stanley Cup. Yeah, staff saw a woman take a shopping cart full of Stanley water bottles without paying for them. Just filled the shopping cart up and started walking directly out the store. Refused to stop for the staff, which I don't, you know, come on, what are you doing? And then she just stuffed it all in her car and drove off. Wow. Cops pulled her over a little later. She, you know, she she obliged. And they find all the bottles. So there we go, man. I mean, geez, dude, no ingenuity. The damn she's water gonna, bottle. Yeah. You're not She's asking to get caught. You're, you're not even going to, like, put a fake license plate on no. and yeah. change them out? There was no heist to it or nothing. No. It's just straight. I'm going to just walk in and walk right No respect out. for that. No respect wow. for that. So put the freaking is, work in. This is the uh, the Popeye's chicken for Karens right here, right? Okay. Chicken sandwich, Popeye's chicken sandwich for Karens. Oh. Remember, everybody went crazy during the pandemic. Yes. Yeah, and then we got Stabbing that meme. each other in line. Yeah, yeah. Hey, after I tried it though, it made all the sense it in the is world. Damn good. damn good sandwich. Because I've seen fights for this yeah. right here, online. People are going crazy. Jeez. Uh, poor girl, she's probably gonna put that stuff on Facebook Marketplace and get paper, get papered up. Yeah. Didn't happen for her though. 
Uh, still got more questions, too, here on the LA Live. 105.3 The Fan Monday night. Slipping in the slide. Buffalo missed a field game. I mean, a field goal right last <laughs> night. Yep. They probably could have tied up the game for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably. Probably. It was wide right. I know they hit to hear that. Mm. It was wide right. Lost the damn game. You sure did. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Question for Broaddus, though. Sir. Have you ever been in the locker room when the kicker blew it for the whole squad? Yes. Locker room, plane ride, you have. Yes. What is that vibe like? Because he knows he messed it up. Is everybody trying to treat him cool? Or is that like maybe one or two people to say what's up and the rest of everybody's like, oh, no, man, yeah, it's, it. it's It's not cool at all. <laughs> it really isn't. And I, I remember this. We lost a game against Mississippi, and my buddy, we were cutting across. We are at Tiger Stadium, cutting across the field from class, and the field goal kicker was out there practicing. <laughs> And my buddy teed one up, kicked it through from like 28 yards, and looked at him and goes, it's not that damn hard. Damn. Oh, wow. It's not, it did. He kicked it. He just knocked it through. He goes, and looked and goes, it's not that damn hard. But, it's yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a terrible, terrible feeling. It's an awkward feeling. Nobody sits next to you on the plane. No, You're no, by no. yourself. Well, the holder and the the snapper dudes do. Everybody else is like, nobody Leave this guy. Nobody talks yeah, to you. Yeah, the ball was wet, bro. I knew nah, it, man. Don't worry about it. These nah. guys don't understand nah. what you have to go through in those moments, man. Nah. <laughs> Come sit next to me, dog. Yeah. Hold your hair for you. All these guys you, are playing man. real football, and you're doing something completely nah. different, man. They could never understand. You did a little swipe where you put somebody's hair behind their ear for them. You always <laughs> see it on romance movies. It'll be okay. <laughs> It'll be okay. Yeah. It'll be all right. <laughs> Does it ever devolve into bullying at the pro level? Oh, no, no, no. no. Respectful it, what, ha- what happens is you might get somebody to walk up and just say it's okay, but the majority of the team does nothing. They just, oh. they just let it go. Just talk ass behind his back. Yeah, just let it go. You know, nothing you can do. F that guy. Well, what if, what if you got like Zach Wilson as your quarterback? Are you just like whispering about it? Like, wow, dude. You, you know, on? you know he's not any good. Yeah. So what good is it to go up and say something to him? There's like five interceptions, bro. Yeah. Like, well, what you're, sitting, to do? you're right, Lucius. <laughs> they put the food down in front of you and you're biting into your, you know, your veal parmesan. You're going, This guy sucks. We're not gonna, you know, and then you know that. You just ever you kinda of talk among yourselves, but you never say it to him. That's sad to hear, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh so O. J. Simpson. The great O.J. Simpson. Twitter X. Hey, what up, Twitter world? <laughs> it's me, yours truly. <laughs> yeah, O.J. Simpson told a story about an old Buffalo Bills kicker named Boots Lustig. Lustig? Boots Lustig. Lustig. Yeah. Boots Lustig. Oh, I just say Pete Gogolak. Lustig. Gogolak? Yeah, there was a kicker for him back in the day. Buffalo was for him was Pete Gogolak. He was the first soccer-style kicker in the uh, NFL. Pete Gogolak. Pete Gogolak. And old Boots Lustig right here. uh, Boots Lustig missed uh, a kick, (laughs) and apparently everybody in uh, Buffalo, New York, was looking for him. What happened to Boots? Tell us one more time for the people that didn't see that that, that particular Uh, episode. That's a real Keith uh, field goal. And, you know, we're going way back now, where Mm -hmm. this is the late 60s when... Uh, fans, uh, fans were a little tough, you know, and uh, he missed the key field goal, and he went to a you know a, a local bar. What Buffalo's kind of a bar town. He went to a bar, and they lit his ass up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when you say lit his ass up, what exactly did they do to him? Beat him up. Beat him up. He got beat up and ran out. Jeez. 
I've never seen it that bad. Violence, bro. Yeah, I mean, damn. you got to swing. That's a that's a swing by the liquor store and go home. Night. You got to brown bag it. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah, you got to brown bag you it. Go be private. What you gonna do? Go hang out at the bar after losing the game for a whole city? <laughs> that's that's crazy, dude. Walk, walk over to Niagara. Walk over to Niagara Falls. Think about. <laughs> okay, bro. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 okay. okay, okay, okay. Uh, fall back, fall back. <laughs> I don't know where he was going. Go stand on the I know where he was going. Don't do that on LA Live. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, so are With the Buffalo Bills lovable fans, lovable losers right now? Yes. Are they lovable because they're throwing snowballs at everybody that beats them? Yeah. They might be jerks. Well, and allegedly they're cutting off the hot water for the Chiefs. Which See? I respect. You respect that's, that? That's gamesmanship. I mean, I, just, I understand you, that. Kansas City, you beat us again, you're not, getting, you're not getting hot showers. But are they close to Philly fans now? Ooh, just how they're... They're less toxic. I will say this though: Buffalo fans will at least like they'll donate to your charity. They're, they, they're kind they of a, are big about that. They're big about it. If there's something bad happens to you, they will donate to a Let's charity. Say, no. I think Philadelphia's still in the league of their own, right? Okay. Yeah. Philadelphia's in the league. Yeah, because yeah. Philadelphia is the kind of team, like, if if Buffalo fans were Philly fans, they wouldn't have been throwing snowballs at Chiefs players. They'd be throwing them at their own. Yeah. They'd for be fighting in the stands for yeah. losing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, yeah. I, I'm thinking the 49er fans are a little rough, too. They are. They're a nasty I've, bunch. I've heard the 49er fans. You don't want to catch them in the parking lot. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. LA Live, slip and sliding on a Monday night. Hey. G back the day. We do it every weekday here on the fan at 2.30. If you see anything floating out there, don't be afraid to hit your boy up. Lucky Lucius P on social media. Lucius Alexander on Facebook. Or you can follow every last one of us if you find G back Nation on Twitter. All right? Right there in the bio. All of our little attachments. Right here, our winner is some high school commentators. Uh, this kid is like 15 years old. His name is Roy Kane. Roy, Roy Kane, Kane, stand up. Representing California. He's ready for the big leagues already. Jet Kennedy guarding down low in the steal. I can see a big Sam one. Freeney. Oh, it oh my God. Sit down, little boy. Let the man fly. I don't care about the technical. He is up in the sky sending it down, big man. Sam Freeney. Boom, 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 boom. That's a body. Put him in the sky and let him fly. <laughs> well done, sir. Put him on a T-shirt. Like this, man. <laughs> Reach out to his parents and send them some flowers or something. It's mm. a great call, man. He's Gosh, dang. Call. He's it's ready a great for the big call. leagues. He's ready. Sam Freedy sounds like a high school legend, though. <laughs> you gotta Google this kid. Sam Freedy, yeah. <laughs> uh, Andrew Dice Clay. You guys familiar with Andrew Dice Clay? Who yes. he is yeah. and what oh, he yeah. does? Yeah. Dickery Dickery Dice. Hey! Little Miss Muffet <laughs> sat on the duffet. Hey, hey, hey. What's he, in the bowl? Super huge in the 80s. Super huge. Still wearing his leather coats? He is. But now his his Instagram is really amazing. I was looking at it over the uh, weekend. Andrew Dice Clay likes to troll people while he's at the airport. He travels a lot going from, you know, club to club. Mm-hmm. Nice. Getting that paper. Or walking down the New York streets where he lives. Uh, his troll is to, like, he plays as if you already know him. Hey, what's up, man? No, 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 no. Yeah, he'll say your name or something like that and just have a whole conversation with you and the whole time you're confused. Like, who is this man talking to me? Or he'll act like as if you're a big fan. And yeah, okay. oh, yeah, you see me. All right, here I am. You want a photo? Okay, you want an autograph or something like that. Random people in the airport or in New York City that do not know him whatsoever. Here he is talking to a guy uh, in the New York streets. He asked him if his name was Al. Al? So, uh... Al? No. No, I'm not Al. Move. He told Andrew Dice Clay to move. Move. He even shoot him with his hand. Andrew Dice Clay, shoot Andrew Dice Clay away. I can't believe that. Where have we gone? 
Man, these don't know rude what's going New Yorkers don't even know who Andrew Dice Clay Come is. Come on, New Yorkers. It's disrespectful. He made y'all. Uh, what else we got right here? Uh, oh, yeah. Him at the airport. He asked this couple that was just sitting down, two ladies. Hey, uh, look at you guys wanted a picture earlier. You want a picture? By the way, they don't know who this is. Uh -oh. <laughs> Hi, excuse me. You with the ladies that wanted a picture. I've taken a lot of them, but I would. You s seem like you were bothered and wanted the picture with me. No, no I thank didn't you. Want a picture with you. I don't even know who you are, sir. Wow. <laughs> That's a good bit, though. It's a great bit. Bro. He's got a great bit. I don't even know who he, he knows. Is. He knows. <laughs> What about the bit of go, like seeing the celebrity and going up asking for the picture, but the bit is you're giving them your phone to take a picture of like you and somebody Ooh. completely else. Oh my bit. gosh, that'll be fantastic. Corey Holcomb, please, can you hold this for me? I want to take a photo with this guy at the McDonald's. It's amazing. <laughs> it seems like that happened at Jerry's media party. Like it was kind of an Al Michaels situation. Like Al, really? do you mind grabbing a picture? Yeah, a picture, but. <laughs> No, Al, I need you to take the picture, That's what I'm saying. Sir. It might be the Fonz. Was it the Fonz who was there? Oh, yes. Henry Winkler oh, was yeah, there. It was, it was a Henry somebody, Winkler situation. Henry Winkler, like, like uh, somebody said, hey, will you, hold, will you take a picture of us? Yeah. And they gave it it's to It's a Harry. sick burn. Yeah. It's a sick burn. Yeah. Henry Winkler. i seen some uh, episodes. Yeah, I've seen some episodes. He likes to refer to two twin girls that he had tucked in the got to pay attention, bro. What? Yeah, he always referred to two twin girls that he's about to go dip off with. I was watching. Oh, Shirley? No. Uh-uh. Okay. Look that joint up. I've seen it. Oh, Happy days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh, one more Andrew Dice Clay at the airport. Uh, he <laughs> he told these people that he was sorry. He was late for their little this is Cunningham. photo appointment. By the way, they don't know who this is. He just walks up. His flight was delayed, I guess. I don't know. And he was like, hey, so I'm sorry for being late. Uh, I know you wanted a photo and everything. And they're like, sir, who? Do what? Who? <laughs> oh, my God. Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Beef, I am so sorry we're late. Eleanor's just getting a coffee at the Starbucks we got in a half. They don't know who Eleanor is. <laughs> uh, we're late, but I am here. And if there's anybody else with us. I think you got the wrong group. You were, you didn't. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you didn't. You weren't here for the picture. No. Okay. All right. Thank you. We got in late though. We got. Eleanor. We got in late though. Who are you, man? What a great troll. This kind of reminds me with the way he apologized. Was remember the doorbell? The camera. Remember the guy was. With that oh, guy with, yes. Oh, yes. He had the wrong door. I had the wrong door, wrong. He was just going off. And I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm, I'm so sorry, ma'am. Ma'am, I am so sorry. I'm so sorry, ma'am. I was like 12 years old when Dice came out, and I'd seen like a couple of their comedians. But like the whole idea of vulgar content or shock jocking type of content was foreign to me. There was no internet, there was no exposure to stuff like this, the content like this. And my buddy got a tape of it because he had the satellite dish and he recorded it and brought it over. And I swear, dude, I, I thought my stomach was going to rip wide open after yeah. about an hour and a half of yeah. hilariously. Yeah. My dad loved him. He gave me a VHS and said, really? I need to watch this guy when I was probably about that same age. Yes. So you know the feeling. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful stuff right there. LA Live, 105.3 The Fan, slipping and sliding on a Monday night. Car theft is up everywhere, so people be aware of that. I see people huh. still parking their cars while it's running and go inside the store. Car's running, bro. I see this all the time in parking lots. Wow. 
Uh, they had a guy on video down here on 75 stealing cars. Yeah. You, you seen that? Right down the street from us. In our stealing cars garage. right out yeah. of the parking lot. Yeah. Somebody will come out of work oh, like Broadus and be like, dang, they yeah. got me, man. Yeah. Uh, this year, well, uh, let's say last year, 11,000 cars were stolen in Baltimore last year. Baltimore. I stole two. Uh, <laughs> and they're back to stealing this year again. Okay, so let's go to WBAL for this report right here. Listen to the last fellow, because he ain't, he ain't about to steal in my car life. Tonight, word of this man's friend, a victim outside of a store. Ran in to get his food and came back, and the car was gone. That's because most of them are new. Most of them are Hyundais, and it doesn't Hyundai. matter. It could be a Cadillac, it could be a Toyota. They know that in this stable community with a large number of homeowners, large um, and stable income base will have a vehicle worth seeing, stealing, selling, or using it for another crime. We gotta protect our vehicles by all means necessary. That means lock your vehicles, uh, turn your cars off when you go to the gas station yes. or the, um, the store. And just be mindful of things in sight. I'm not worried about nobody. Come and try to steal my car. You can have something for your ass. <laughs> These kids going around stealing people's cars. How would they like if somebody steal their parents' car? Y'all won't like it at all. I'm 49 years old. I work hard for my little piece of crap. I'll be damn one of these little kids come and try to steal my car. I'm going to give them something they could get steal. I'm not playing that. People work hard for their cars. <laughs> but you say they right can there. get steal? Yeah. Yeah, they, they can get some. They, they steal, steal my car. They can get stealed. <laughs> yes. I'm stealing that. That's not somebody to mess with right there. Well, I did see, I saw that In N Out had to punt on the very first ever In N Out location that didn't end up working out. The first time an In N Out franchise has, has gone under. And it's simply because the one in Oakland was being regularly victimized by car break ins, property damage, oh, theft yeah. on I saw this today. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's town business right there. Like Everybody you, knows that's town business. In fact, in Oakland, if you get a rental car or something like that and you park it somewhere, they'll go inside and strip that joint if you leave anything in there. Really? And there's some places in Oakland where people roll down their windows and leave it parked because we don't want anybody to break in the windows because they're going to go inside this car. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah, just let you in. Yeah. 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 I took hey, everything. Keep it rolled down, dog. Please don't break the windows. Yep. Please don't break it. <laughs> I didn't leave anything in here. You can rummage through it. Incredible. Yep. Man. All right. I'm pulling out, girls. That's my time. Lord willing, the creek don't rise. See you tomorrow. Y'all be safe. Well, thank you, Lucius. LA Live with Lucius Alexander every night about 540 here in the G-Bag Nation. We have an athletic Cowboys fan poll. There is results. There is family drama. How does Cowboys Nation feel about their football team at the conclusion of one of the most disappointing seasons in franchise history? We'll discuss that, get you a sports hodgepodge, then we'll cross talk with the Get Right All coming up in the final hour of the nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.